Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things you believe to be possible, impossible, are in fact very much possible? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, terrifying. We are at the fringes of the map. And there's more than just dragons. June 5th, 1944. Vichy, France, a few miles outside of Lyon. A single light bulb glows dully through the window in a remote farmhouse. The light comes from a gas lantern which illuminates the tense faces of half a dozen people. Since the formal surrender of the French government, resistance to Nazi occupation and resistance to the puppet government the Nazis installed is illegal, punishable by death. If found by the Gestapo, this group will likely be shot on sight for the crime of harboring Marshal Philippe Pétain, the Lion of Verdun and leader of the French resistance. Tonight, though, their thoughts are elsewhere. They listen quietly to a wireless radio tuned to Radio London, or as they know it, Radio Londres. The music ends, and a familiar announcer speaks. Before we begin, please listen to some personal messages. Jean has a long moustache. There is a fire at the insurance agency. The announcer continues like this for some time. And finally, our last two messages for the night. The long sobs of the violins in autumn wound my heart with a monotonous languor. The men in the room, members of the French resistance, all of them, look to each other. Marshal Pétain speaks, leaning heavily on his cane as he does so. Then it is tomorrow, the day, each hour, inform our saboteurs. Rail lines must be torn from the ground. Phone lines swept from the air. The infrastructure of the German war machine will grind to a halt this night. Tomorrow morning, Normandy. Soon, Paris. Runners ascent, but no sooner have they left the farmhouse as a terrible ball of green flames lights the night sky. With a shuddering, rumbling roar, the farmhouse is destroyed in an instant. In the conflagration, the turning of dirt the Lion of Verdun and his entourage are vaporized. <laughs> moments later, <laughs> moments later, Allied planes soar overhead, at first dropping bombs, but soon enough they will be dropping American, British, and Canadian paratroopers. In the chaos of the Second Great War, that little farmhouse is forgotten. It is July 1st, 1995. <laughs> 
It's a Saturday. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, cartoons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your plane lands at Lyon Aeroport. It's the nearest aeroport to Euro Disneyland. And what's the translation of aeroport, sorry? It's, uh, hang on, let me quickly check. Aeroport from the French translates to aeroport. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say aeroport again? Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure it out, I'm sure. <laughs> you are members of the Filness family. Specifically, you are Wilbur and Colby Filness. Hayden, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. <laughs> My name is Wilbur Filness. Mm-hmm. I am 13. <laughs> I am a Boy Scout. That's correct. Yeah, you are. Of the 33rd... 033. The of... local 033. Of the local 033. Go Grizzly Bears! <laughs> oh, wait, are they a mascot? Oh, oh. they're your mascot. Okay, yeah, yeah, every every scout troop has like an animal that they. Yeah. That they, they often say Go Grizzly Bears. <laughs> you could. I think they do. You can you can make that you decision right pick. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You do get to pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tell us about what do you have with you? Oh yes. I always have my trusty Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. You were probably it's ninety five, so it's before a certain event in the early 2000s. So I think you would have actually been allowed to take it on the plane. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you, especially if you put it in your carry-on luggage, I don't think, I don't think in 95 they're using x-rays. Look, I'm going to say, I'm going to say they didn't. Yeah. And I would have shown them my um, Swiss Army Knife proficiency badge. <laughs> so even if they did see it, they would have trusted me with it. Are you wearing your scout uh, uniform? Always. <laughs> That fucking rules. That slaps. <laughs> Just tapping the badge. Oh three three. <laughs> well, with you as well is the not the entirety of your scout trip, just those of them who whose parents were able to afford a plane ticket to France. There is Harry Ricketts, who is he's very sporty. He's on your school's local baseball team. Mm-hmm. He's kind of uh, well, he's yeah, he's quite the sportsman, specifically with baseball, but kind of good at most things. There's Ralph Snapper, who is. We'll get to this in a minute, but your dad fucking loves Ralph Snapper. He is an abs. He was born to be a scout. He's an outdoorsman of the greatest degree. There's Hugh Townsend, who is kind of just a weird kid. <laughs> he absolutely, as you, he definitely was not allowed to do this. But as you're getting off, he has somehow concealed a lighter in one of his pockets, and he just surreptitiously starts playing with it. Oh yeah. And then finally, there's Anthony. Squirrel Gleason, who has a big set of thick, round glasses that are taped in the middle because people keep punching him in the face. (laughs) Oh, no. In addition to that, there is Cass. Would you like to tell us about yourself? I am Colby Filness. Yes. I am 13. I (laughs) am a bully. (laughs) I broke Squirrel's glasses. (laughs) Oh, my God. Squirrel is terrified of you. Yeah, well, he can piss his pants about it, to be honest. He fucking might. Get bigger. You're a boy. Grow. (laughs) Christ, you are a menace. That fucking slaps. Anything else? I have not processed all of the... uh, gender stuff yet and it's the 90s so I'm like it's embarrassing for you if a girl beats you up mm-hmm. and that has fueled me yeah. <laughs> have we also mentioned that we're twins did we mention that yet? We no we haven't twins. Yeah, we are twins. twins we're twins yeah. I wasn't allowed in the scouts so I had to start <laughs> fights Yeah. maybe you got kicked out 
I think a girl's allowed to do scouts. Not oh, not I guess the, the 90s. Not yeah, the nineties. I definitely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Maybe yeah. you tried for the Girl Scouts and got kicked out. The Girl Scouts. Maybe that's nineties. I don't know. I well, the Girl Scouts do are a thing that exists. Oh my god, I, it's just biscuits. It's just biscuits. <laughs> yeah, you, you have absolutely. to go to strangers' houses and you're not even allowed to touch them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you really are a menace. Yeah, you definitely got kicked out of the Girl Scouts when you just when you figured out you couldn't have a knife. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Where's knife? They're like, what? <laughs> my brother got one. Sure, his one is tiny and not gonna couldn't hurt yeah, anyone. But this is the Girl Scouts. Surely we need a bigger knife. But apparently no. There is, in addition to that, your mum and dad. Your dad is Andrew Filness. He is the leader of your local scout troop and the reason why the other scouts are here. He's kind of supervising your entire thing. He's really looking forward to this. He is, everyone here, it's been a, I, th- I think like a 12-hour flight to get where you are right now. Your entire family and the other scouts are all exhausted, but your dad cannot, it's impossible to prevent him from being chipper. He is always <laughs> excited. He's probably, as you stepped off the plane, he put his hands on his hips, took it in a deep... <sighs> Ooh, well, doesn't that feel lovely? <laughs> Does he always wear a wide-brimmed hat? I'm imagining him in a wide-brimmed hat. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's got the that kind of park rangery style yeah. wide brimmed hat. He's always wearing shorts as well. Oh, and I no matter the weather. His shirt is tucked into those shorts and oh, the yeah. shorts have a belt, but the belt's in good nick. It's not yes. like everything looks tidy. Yes. Tell you what we should get him for Christmas, Colby. Uh those pants that zip off into shorts. I think oh. he'd like them. Uh, I mean for him Ready for anything. Yeah. He would wear them as shorts and just keep the long bits in his bag yeah. just in case. Or just around his ankles for quick access. <laughs> Maybe if you got him those, those zip-off ones that are cargo shorts so we could stuff the extra legging into the pockets <laughs> yes. of the cargo pants, he'd oh, love that. Dad would love that. God, Dad's so easy to buy for. <laughs> <laughs> And then your mom, Nancy Filness. She is an engineer. She works for Bismarck Energy, and she's the reason you're here specifically. She, So you're going to, you might be, I don't know how excited you are by this, but you're going to Euro Disney. Yay! Yay! Not too far outside of Lyon, there is a massive crater that Disneyland, Euro Disneyland has been constructed within. And as a engineer, specifically with a focus in mining operations, she has been brought in just to shore up everything to make sure that the park is not going to collapse, basically. It can't fall further, surely. <laughs> well, that's for I your mom to decide. That's mom's yeah. Job, yeah. <laughs> mom I, will figure it out. In the same vein, as, as soon as your dad gets off, hands on hips, taking in a deep breath, as soon as your mom gets off, she opens a flip phone and she's dialing back to the office to ask for messages that have been sent to her while you were on this flight. She turns away from the rest of the group and she's talking into her phone, just having a conversation. It's good of us to be raised by a woman in STEM. It'll make us better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, the grizzly bears all pile out as well. A squirrel, obviously trying to stay as far away from you as possible, Colby. But the rest don't. Shouldn't have come. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe didn't want to. Who knows? I wasn't expecting him to be this scared of you, but he is. <laughs> Anyway, the the rest of the campers all pile out. And are you friends? You can decide right now. Would you like to be friends with any of them? I think the guy who... Squirrel scares me. (laughs) Sure. Um, Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. I'm jealous of the guy who was born to be a scout. What was his name? Ralph Snapper. Oh, I I respect him, but I hate him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's better than me in every way, and I can't stand him. 
Well, all right then. That's then, fair enough. And then the other guy, I guess we're best friends. There's two other people. <laughs> oh, there's, no. there's the weird kid, Hugh Townsend, the one with the lighter. Well, I think, you know, he scares me, doesn't he? Squirrel is the the one with glasses, oh, and he's the one scared of your sister. I can yeah. buy some. Okay. Yeah. Me and Squirrel, besties. All right. Lighter guy, I'm frightened of. And then the other guy is neutral. The baseball kid. The baseball kid, uh, yeah, I don't really like because he's a jock. So you're besties with Squirrel. Yep. You dislike Ralph. Yep. And the baseball player, Harry Rickards, how do you feel about him? Don't like him. I don't hate him. Well, we're neutral, I think. All right, neutral. And then the the weird kid, Hugh Townsend, you are scared of him. Yes, he sort of freaks me out. Freaky boy. Colby, you're obviously Squirrel's bully. Do you have any opinions about the rest of them? Lighter guy could be useful to me. All right, you useful. <laughs> no, nothing else? Uh, no, they're all Boy Scouts, and I wanted to be a scout. <laughs> fuck them, honestly. <laughs> all right, the rest of them, you're like, fuck these people. No, they're no good. I, I, I don't... I guess I don't have an actual problem with any of them, but, <laughs> but... I'm, I'm also 13, so I don't realize that. So, yeah, I don't like any of them. I think Lighter Kid could be useful in the future. Baseball sure. Kid... Didn't bring his bat, so I don't care. <laughs> okay, fair enough. The fair outdoorsman. Enough. How dare dad like him so much is what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, dad, it's not that dad likes him more than anyone else. He just is very excited when anyone is excited about the outdoors. So your dad naturally likes. But I was excited about the outdoors. <laughs> well, no, that... I wasn't allowed to be a scout, was I? If, <laughs> if you are excited about being outdoors, your dad absolutely takes you hiking and camping all the time. Well, that's good. I go hiking and camping all the time then. You may be, I'm just not allowed to be in the Scouts. Yeah, you may be not allowed to be a Boy Scout, but your dad absolutely would bring you along on any... Oh, poor squirrel. But your dad would absolutely bring you along on any Scout activities. You don't have a uniform, but you have a few honorary badges that your dad has given you because he's he, obviously he's in charge of the Scout troop. He, he can give you badges. He can, but I know I've heard some of the other guys call them girl badges. <laughs> yeah, they are Possibly, girl badges, yeah. Though. It's a complicated relationship you have. I like the scouts. Yeah. Let me in. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe all of your bullying stems from that. Maybe. It does. It's I mean, come on. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No. <laughs> all right, all right. Fair enough. Well, that's your decision. Like I said, your dad takes in a deep breath and he starts marching immediately towards the the you got let off onto a you would have taken a international flight to Paris, but then it would have been a smaller flight here to uh, Lyon. So you're out on the runway itself and you're walking towards the terminal. Your dad in the lead maybe turns around and says, all right, then come on, campers. He generally just to everyone he calls you can he calls his wife a camper. <laughs> come on, campers. Let's get going. eh? Who wants to be holding your baby brother, Lucas? Okay, I'll do it. You hold it, Lucas. As you're walking, Lucas has been mercifully quiet this entire flight. Well, that's nice. But you can tell he's been disrupted, and you can see he is about to start crying. Yeah. What would you like to do, if anything? I will fold up my handy Swiss Army knife and put it in his mouth to act as a temporary pacifier. Okay. <laughs> is it, are any nice of your that's, baby. That's scout engineering right there. That's the ingenuity of a 033 grizzly bear. All right. We have a lot of dice for this. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm always going to need a lot of dice. That's so many. That's fine. Don't well, I suppose there are lots of spokes on Swiss Army knife. It's just putting a knife in a baby's mouth. <laughs> 
A clothes knife. It's clothes. Scout safety. You, you got your knife safety badge. It'd yeah. be irresponsible to have it open, yeah. That wouldn't make any sense. All right, Wilbur, I'm going to make that a... Hmm. I guess it's kind of a persuasion... Actually, no, I'll make it crafts presence. That's a weird role, but it kind of is. So your crafts is four and yep. your presence is two. So for cool. every point you have in both of them, you get a die to roll. Sure. Uh, that's a total of six dice. Now, the way it, the way rolling in World of Darkness works mm-hmm. is that every dice is a d10, and a success or a successful roll is a eight, a nine, or a ten. A zero, or sorry, a ten, is not just a success, but it's a success and an extra dice. So oh. on six dice, you could theoretically get seven, eight, infinite technically successes although that's highly unlikely yeah but yeah so tens are great but eights and nines also worth something so that is one success which is enough okay lucas begins sucking on the (laughs) sucking on the knife not the knife sorry the the folded up swiss army knife the folded up swiss army knife as if it were a pacifier they're fine great and he's i'm a good brother (laughs) he is in a word Pacified, yes. Great. You're also, you need to collect Pepper and your luggage. Pepper, Pepper's here. Pepper is here. What? Pepper, yeah, Pepper's not here here with you. Uh, yeah. Pepper, you need to collect. You had to, uh, Pepper is your, I should explain, your border collie. Mm-hmm. She is, and I have a note here, she is a good girl. Why did we bring the dog to Euro Disney? How long are we here for? Your dad, oh, you're here for two weeks. That's not That's... enough time to bring a dog. Your <laughs> sure. your dad insisted. Okay. He would have said, and I quote, Oh, Pepper needs to see the great outdoors, even in some place like Francie. <laughs> okay. Does Pepper have honorary badges? <laughs> Probably not. Or maybe literally one honorary badge, but your dad made it up, and it's a badge for being a good girl. Specifically, just that one badge. And you don't get that badge. I didn't get that badge. <laughs> and in my quiet moments, I bullied Pepper for having a dog badge. Haha, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> that's a dog badge. How does one bully a... Never yeah. mind. All right. Did you kick the dog? <laughs> oh, no. I, I sulked it's in a room age. next to the dog and said, you've got a dog badge. And then she looked at me and smiled. And then I obviously gave her a pat. <laughs> but smile. They yeah. smile. Okay, sure. That's sad if you've ever had a body color smile like you. <laughs> it says more about you than anything yeah. else, to be honest. You head into the terminal, and at the terminal, you can see there's signs for... It'd be in French. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. But also English, signs for all sorts of things like toilets, baggage areas, stuff like that. La chuteur. <laughs> La pissoir. As you're walking in, you can hear Ralph, the outdoorsman, and Squirrel are having, they've kind of fallen back and they're having a little bit of a conversation. Would you like to eavesdrop or do anything about it or do you not really? Yeah, I'll I just walk up. <laughs> All right. Well, there's I no point eavesdropping because as, yeah. as, as soon as Colby walks up, it. they can't What are you respond. talking about? Uh, who are you, you kind of looking at? Actually, you know what? Squirrel is not responding. <laughs> Squirrel appears to be having a panic attack, mm-hmm. whereas Ralph looks at you and says, we were just having a little conversation about the things we want to do while we're here. What's on your list? Well, uh, I know <laughs> I know your dad wants to take us hiking and camping, but, uh, I mean, one day it would be nice to visit the, you know, park that we're going to be staying at. <laughs> he takes out a piece of paper, unfolds it. You have not received this piece of paper. It is your dad's handwritten itinerary for what he wants to do or the different hikes that he wants to do. Mm. I mean, if you're paying attention as well... I am, yes. You do have I have not... a copy or no? No. Oh. He gave it to Ralph? Yeah. Of course he fucking did. God damn. Both of you need to make a empathy composure roll. Colby, you have nothing in em- you have no, You have no empathy. <laughs> so you only get three points for your composure and you get a negative one because you have no points in empathy. And then for you, Wilbur, your empathy is also zero. And your exposure. (laughs) Your empathy is also zero. Two psychos, cool. And you have a composure of one. So you have a total roll of zero. Oh, goody. Which means so what happens with a. When you have zero dice to a roll, you Uh have, or less, you get what's called a chance die. You still have a chance. Yep. It's just now. Eights and nines are no longer a success. It has you, to be a ten. It has to be a ten, and yeah. tens are no longer a reroll. Okay. So you can only get, it's a one in ten chance to get a success. Sure. Unfortunately, <laughs> somehow you don't pick up on this. Threat. You're probably too worried, to be honest, about when he pulls out the itinerary, you're like, oh my god, why didn't dad give me one? Yeah. You're lost in that. You, however, Colby, see that when Ralph pulls out the itinerary, he does so a little sheepishly, like something... Like there's like he's revealing some secret that he shouldn't be doing, and you can see that he's like, ah, fuck! I wish I hadn't done this. I I take it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Snatch it out of his hands. All right. looks- well, that will be a brawl strength check, I guess. So oh. you have four points in brawl because yep. you're a fucking maniac, and three points in strength. Yep. So that's seven dice total. Oh wow. 
All right, he, you reach out to snatch it, and Ralph pulls it away at the last second. Whoa. What are you scared of? Are you, do you want to, are you trying to intimidate him? Or is no, this No, I'm just, asking. What is he scared of? Ralph folds it up. My dad wrote it. Ralph folds it up really quickly and stuffs it into his top pocket, which he then buttons up. He is like your dad and like you, Wilbur. All three of you are wearing your scout uniforms. Mm-hmm. No one else is. Oh, Squirrel probably is. But Squirrel quite clearly, he like tugs at the hem of his shirt. He quite clearly does not feel comfortable in it. Ralph looks at you. Uh, none in particular, I suppose. I just, I don't know. It's kind of... Uh, and then he just trails off a little bit. I'm not going to roll again, Colby. And now, Wilbur, you too can see that he's being evasive. So you'd rather me go to my dad and tell him you're not sharing like a good scout should with a girl. Ralph thinks about that for a second. That's definitely a roll, Colby. I'm going to make it a presence intimidation roll, and I'm going to give you a plus one, but I can't tell you why. Oh, my God. Does he have a crush on me? (laughs) (laughs) I think he's scared, scared of you as anyone else is, to be honest. Although you can't tell. Ralph thinks about it for a second, and then he gives you, like, a really defiant look, and he says, tell him. We're still in the airport, right? No, you've, oh, uh, you're just entering into the airport now, yeah. Well, then I don't punch him. <laughs> <laughs> there is literally, yeah, a security guard standing at the door, waiting for all of you to walk through. Oh, well, okay. Am I, am I standing next to him? Next to Ralph? Yeah. You're standing in front of him, yes. Within, obviously, you're close enough to reach out for the piece of paper, so you're close enough to touch him if you need, if you're going to hit him. I say, fine, and as I turn around to go talk to Dad, I stomp on his foot, but like it's an accident. All right, I'll make that another brawl And then I say, sorry. All right, so you're, like, really going for it? Yeah. You probably don't break anything, but he yelps and retracts his foot. He quite clearly, you've heard him, quite clearly. That's so embarrassing. Don't you have a first aid badge? <laughs> <laughs> I say that as I'm walking away. Ralph just doesn't respond. He d- turns back to Squirrel and continues the conversation he was having. Maybe, Wilbur, you hear Squirrel as as you're walking in. You hear Squirrel. Squirrel definitely says this in a way that you cannot hear it, Colby. But, Wilbur, you're still close enough to hear Squirrel say, She's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, yeah. Ralph hushes him for the, the fucking, no swearing. <laughs> Ralph's a, Ralph is, I'm going to write it down, Ralph is anti-swearing. <laughs> All right, do you want to do anything, Wilbur? Or are you just content to watch that? I'm, I'm content to walk into the airport. All right, no worries. Dad! He turns around. Oh, what's going on? Well, see, I titter you gave Alfred, uh, Ralphford, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphred. <laughs> well, see, I titter What's the itinerary you gave Ralph? Your dad pats his pockets down. Oh, all right then. That's interesting. I don't recall giving out an itinerary. That's very strange. You said uh, Ralph had it, did he? Yeah, and it was your handwriting and everything, and then he wouldn't show it to me. Oh, well, that's very... That's a... Uh, uh, all right then. That's very strange. Hmm. It's in his top pocket. I point to where it is on his clothes. Ralph stops dead. The entire scout troop are staring at you, Colby. And... Your dad walks over and asks Ralph for the itinerary, and he sheepishly takes it out of his top pocket and hands it to your dad. And your dad gives Ralph a little bit of a, like a, a, a gentle but nonetheless lecture on not stealing. Your mom closes her flip phone. Looks like she's just noticed what's happening. Anyway, she says, and she claps her hands, everyone follow me. Everyone except your dad, and Ralph follows her. 
Good. Your mum leads you to a, there's like the the cargo, not the cargo, sorry, the baggage collection point. After maybe 20 minutes, you've collected all of your bags, but Pepper is not here, noticeably. Mm. Uh, in this time as well, your dad and Ralph have shown up. Wait, was Pepper supposed to just be in a cage in the luggage container, like the <laughs> luggage uh, yeah, was she meant to just, like, ride in on the... <laughs> well, that's the exact conversation your parents are having right now. Your your mum says, Andrew, he... Andrew, she isn't in the baggage. Why did we not collect her as we... Andrew, she's... When, when we... When we step off the plane, we're supposed to collect her outside. Your dad says, oh, I... I, I, I guess I, I was too excited. <laughs> Your parents walk off and they have a conversation with someone at the baggage claim area because now that you've walked into the airport, you are not allowed back out of the airport. Someone's oh, going to go. No. Ha- someone's going to have to go collect Pepper. <laughs> Is my knife still in the baby's mouth? I assume so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say at this point you can have taken the. He's calmed down. Lucas has calmed Fantastic. down. Fantastic. I um wipe the baby's spit off the knife on my sash and then place it in. My knife holster, which also I can get out very quickly, <laughs> just so you know. All right, no worries. <laughs> Quick access knife holster. Uh-huh. It's on a spring or something. Harry Ricketts, the sporty kid, leans on his luggage and looking at you, Wilbur, he says, mm-hmm. so what do we reckon's going on, like, with the hiking versus the park? He says, I have... No idea what is going on. Uh, okay, then. Didn't your dad have, like, an itinerary or something? Yeah, he probably just wants to go camping a lot. I don't. He's not a very Euro Disney kind of guy. Oh, uh, right. Then. I think it'll be a lot of hiking, a lot of trails, a lot of camping, minimal roller coasters. That's kind of uncool. <laughs> yeah, he's a dork. <laughs> it, Harry laughs at that. That's a funny thing to say when you're in the scout uniform. <laughs> no, scouts are cool. What do you mean? What? That doesn't make any sense. What are you What are you talking about? <laughs> scouts are cool. Dad isn't. <laughs> no, gonna... no, my dad can be cool. <laughs> While you're having this conversation, I'm going to make both of you roll wits composure, which is kind of like a vision check, if you will. It's do you notice a certain thing? Over over by one of the bins, mm-hmm. you can see Hugh Townsend, the weird kid who has a lighter, yep. is hovering over a bin, and a little bit of smoke has started coming out of the bin. <laughs> I run over to investigate. Are you trying to seem kind of casual? No, I'm panicked. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> when you get over to him, Hugh looks at you and says, what are you doing? Don't, don't, don't freak out. Mm-hmm. You look into the bin, and there is a fire going on in the bin. <laughs> When Wilbur runs over Colby, it's impossible to not see what's happening. That's good. I'll stay back. I just want to watch this happen. Okay. Sometimes uh, the bullying happens to itself. My <laughs> scout brain kicks in, and I glance around for any fire extinguishers. Okay, okay. You look around. One success. You see? Yeah, there's a fire extinguisher. Do you know the different types of fire extinguisher? That would be intelligent. Surely, I'm a boy scout. No, but that's an indoor trait. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, you know, you're looking at the fire extinguisher, and you can tell immediately this is the correct type of fire extinguisher as well. It's just a paper fire. Water is enough. This is a, it'd be maybe like a foam fire extinguisher, which is Uh, even better. I foam it up. I foam the bin. You take the fire extinguisher, and you 
blast the bin with it. While you're doing that, Hugh Townsend kind of tries to dematerialize into the crowd. A security guard. <laughs> a security guard approaches Hugh Wilbur. What is what's going on? What is this? Puts it down. Uh sorry, there was a small fire in the bin. Small fire. The security guard looks in. There's enough. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The security guard can tell. How did you see this fire? What happened? Uh I have no clue what happened. I one of you stinky Frenchmen with your <laughs> <laughs> with your uh, cigarettes probably started it. All right. Well, no! that, is, that is subterfuge no! pr- manipulation. Four plus two, so that's six dice. Negative two for lying to an adult. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. <laughs> the security guard looks at you and says, I have never been so insulted in my life. How dare you? Where are your parents? Um, uh, <laughs> you look back to the baggage uh, claim. You can see your mom and your dad are talking to the elite. No, actually, your mom is probably has noticed there's a bit of a, a bit of a ruckus has been caused. So your mom's looked back and you could see you like lock eyes with your mom for a second. Mm-hmm. And you can see your mom is like, what the fuck is happening? She makes a beeline over to you. Your dad still standing at the baggage claim, even though your mom was right next to him, oblivious to what is happening. Do you reckon the Frenchman is clocking the match? outfits <laughs> that's a very good point <laughs> he he looks you up and down yeah absolutely he looks you up and down and then he looks around he spots the rest of your scout troop only one no two other people in that group are wearing uniforms and then your dad <laughs> the security guard grabs you roughly by the arm and half frog marches you towards the rest of the towards the rest of the group. Your mum intercepts him. I'm so sorry. What's happening? This little boy is so incredibly rude. I cannot believe this. Credit where credit is due. He put out a fire from a cigarette. But 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 but. <laughs> and then the security guard basically repeats what you said. Your mum. Your mum is mortified. No no no. I said. Slinky Frenchman, because you're so lean. Nancy, your mom, Mm -hmm. just does like a little "Mm," gesture Mm. and like a gives you like a let me solve this sort of look. Mm -hmm. While this is happening, a man in a very well manicured suit. Well, he sorry is very well manicured. His suit is very fancy and. Well, for the '90s, it looks great. But we, with our modern sensibilities, would say he looks uncouth. Anyway, he wanders over. You can see on his lapel, he has uh, like a little Mickey Mouse logo on it. And when your mom catches him walking over, you can see, oh no, your mom is so stressed by the fact that this is presumably someone that she is going to have to work with. And they're approaching while the security guard is lecturing her about her naughty child. I bet a mess of this already. so important. <laughs> your dad and Pepper in a in a uh, dog carry case. Your dad Dad's and Pe- in a dog carry case <laughs> with Pepper. Yeah, they're both in the dog carry. Yeah, your 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 dad looks out at you. Do you know how I got into this? <laughs> the Do dog's carrying him. Yeah. <laughs> no, Pepper is in a dog carrying case and in like a little wheelie thing. Your dad comes over. He leans over to you, Colby, and says, "Ooh, what's going on here?" I don't know, someone's starting mischief. Not me. I look at him like, no, it's not me, though. <laughs> All right, then. That's good. That's nice uh, I, that you're not starting mischief. 
okay, then. <laughs> he just kind of looks in the background, quite clearly uncomfortable with the situation. The security guard is obviously has better things to do, is not going to, uh, is content, I would say, to just telling off your mum. He turns around and walks away. As the other French businessman steps forward, you would be then Nancy Filness. I am Mr. Dupont, your contact here at Euro Disney. Nancy shakes his hand and says, I am so sorry about this. <laughs> no, 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 he's okay. It is fine. Uh, children will be children. Uh, I assume I will not have to work with any of them. I will work with you. <laughs> Nancy nods. Yes, of course, of course, of course. Anyway, we have, if you have all of your luggage, we have a limousine waiting for us. Oh, cool. That's really cool. <laughs> All of you wander out into a into like a pickup area, and mm-hmm. in the pickup area, exclusively there's like a specific section just for obviously just for Disney executives. Oh and in that in that little drive section, there is a limousine. On the side of it, it would have once again Mickey Mouse's the just the the three rings stamped on the side. Yeah, Mr. Dupont opens the door for you, the scout group, and whatnot, and all of you pile in as he gets in as well. You close the door and pull away. Mm-hmm. 